Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. All right, welcome back to another edition of Smart Simple Wealth. Walter Storholt here with Carrie Qureshi, estate and wealth planning attorney at Qureshi Law Firm, serving you in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. Find us online at QureshiLaw.com. Carrie, we took the uh, summer off from the podcast, but it's great to be back with you. And we've got some special guests that we're going to introduce everybody into, uh, getting to know them a little bit in just a moment. But before all that, just hope you had a great summer and good to be back with you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a great summer. It flew by. Uh, we, we celebrated the baby's first birthday in, nice. in July. So that was exciting. Yeah. But we're just excited to get back to our podcast um, and, and, and share some great information. And we're doing something a little new this time. Um, I've invited some very special guests, um, Andy Runyon and Philip Greer from Block Insurance. And I think it's going to be so helpful because we're going to be talking about what every business owner needs to know about health insurance. We work with a lot of small business owners um, in our practice every day. And this is, you know, a, a question that comes up a lot is, you know, what do we need to know about health insurance? Um, you know, what type of coverage? How do we pay for it? And so Andy and Philip are, go- are going to walk us through that today. Fantastic. And can't wait to get their opinion and perspective on those things. Let's introduce everybody to your voices, guys, just so they can know who's talking when. Andy, if you want to say hello first. Howdy, guys. Andy Runyon. With, uh, I'm the, the medical lines and uh, commercial producer here at Block. And wearing your uh, Razorback t-shirt right now, right? Yeah, well, we, you know, I, my Red Wolves are my primary, and they lost, so uh, we'll have to go. We'll have to go Razorbacks. Yeah, so. I, I adopt them for a little while. That's not. That's right. Strategy. That's right. Airweather <laughs> fame. <laughs> and uh, Philip, how about you? Yeah, uh, nice to meet everyone. My name is Philip Greer. I'm the agency principal here at Block Insurance, and uh, I'm definitely the guy wearing the Razorback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. no, no, we we appreciate um, have you know you guys coming on the show today, and so I, I want to start with you know how is health insurance changing for you know the small to medium sized employers. You know, Carrie, we have seen such a change uh, in health insurance, and it's really become complicated. You know, back in 2010, uh, the Affordable Care Act uh, came into play, or what most of us refer to as uh, Obamacare. And as that legislation has matured over time, we're seeing that it is less and less relative today than it has been in the past. Um, And there are fewer grandfathered plans still in the market today. What we're starting to see a lot more um, is what we would call self-insured or self-funded plans that are starting to uh, hit the area of mid to small type of business owners. And there is definitely some new and exciting things that has gone on out there. For the last 10 years, we have probably been in a situation where you've had a traditional or fully insured plan Um, And there's not been a lot of options out there, but as all things happen, uh, they evolve and they change and health insurance is no different. And so we're starting to see some new things come out that honestly excite Andy and I, um, because it's something different that we feel like we can uh, help our uh, local business owners with. Right. No, no, that, that, that's a, a great point. And so you talked about these self-funded plans. And so can you talk a little bit more about that and kind of what's the main difference between the self-funded plan versus, you know, a traditional plan and, and what some of the benefits are? 
Yeah. So we'll break down that uh, question uh, with a few answers. So you have the self-insured uh, plan that is a little bit different. It, it gives you a lot more of uh, transparency as far as what you're currently paying. Also, um, you're able to, uh, for the employer, you're able to customize plan. For example, you can give whatever uh, the choice of your deductible, not just what a current company offers. You can go in and choose that. You can choose your co-insurance amount. So uh, maybe you want an 80-20 plan like you currently have, or maybe you would like to switch out a little bit of your co-insurance and go to maybe a 70-30 plan to help lower your monthly cost. You also don't have to worry about certain rules and regulations that you have with some of our insurance companies in a traditional fully plan, which is your participation rules. And probably the main thing that, and I know Andy can speak more to this than I can with his background in pharmacy, is just the fact that you get to choose your, uh, what we call your pharmacy benefit manager. And that is where we are seeing a huge impact uh, with these self-insured plans, how they're actually going in and lowering the cost to us as employers and then also uh, to the employees because you have that true transparency of what the drug actually costs. What most people don't realize is, is that 50% of the cost of your health insurance or the claims that are out there that your health insurance company pays is on pharmacy is to your prescription plans. And so if we can control that cost, then obviously we can start lowering your uh, cost of your health insurance. So I'm going to turn it over to Andy and let him kind of speak more uh, in detail of that. Yeah. So um, two words that Philip mentioned there were transparency, really a word and a phrase, uh, the transparency and not realizing. The entire after I, I spent spent half a decade in uh, medical sales and working in, in and out of pharmacies and clinics in Northeast Arkansas and Southeast Missouri. And what you realize real quick is that most of these big time pharmacy benefit managers or PBMs as they're called are built on a lack of transparency and purposefully trying to make educating yourself as a, as a business owner or as an employee uh, dang near impossible about how do I pay less or what is pricing or how do I get rebates? And uh, these new customized plans are based on transparency. Um, our agency uh, will put people in place to make sure uh, that you have access to patient support, uh, patient assistance programs, copay cards, uh, international pharmacies, and, and just that transparency of pricing and how the process actually works at the manufacturer level is huge for the employer and the employee alike. In fact, we just uh, saved a employee of one of our groups. Uh, they were paying $65 a month for their prescription when they went and paid their copay. And what ended up happening was Andy got with them, went to the manufacturer that made that drug. Uh, there is the patient assistance program out there. And now they are able to get that for zero cost. Um, that is out there every day, all day long. But unfortunately, most people don't realize that that assistance is there. And it just takes someone to be able to navigate those waters uh, like Andy did for this uh, employee to be able to really make an impact, uh, not only for the employer, but also the employee as well. Right. I think that's so important to point out is, you know, a lot of people were, were concerned with the benefits to the employer 
themselves, but there are a lot of benefits to the employees as well, like you said, by getting rid of the copay or lowering the, the premiums and deductibles. Yeah. And so, you know, some of the other things that we have seen for the employer as we're kind of segmenting that question out is the fact that, you know, for the employer, if your group is profitable, there is money back at the end of the year for your group. So, you know, what we don't realize a lot of times is, is most groups are profitable. And especially if you come in and you allow someone to really help you out with your uh, prescription plan and start lowering some of those costs, you can really lower the cost of your health insurance and get money back as an employer. So for you employers that are out there thinking, this is a rising cost for me, a necessary evil that I have to pay and I, and I don't really have control or I don't really see any benefit to me as the corporation outside of, you know, providing a benefit for the um, employees, there is other options that are coming. And so, and there again, these plans have been out there for a while. They have just been at your large group. So anyone that's probably 250 employees or more, they've been on these plans for a while. That is how they make it affordable for groups that have large employees on. In fact, what we have seen is the self-insured or self-funded plans are actually growing. More people uh, were on the self-funded plans than fully insured plans. For example, in 2019, there were 61% of the people that are covered under health insurance were actually under self-insured or self-funded plans. And in 2020, that number grew from 61% to 67%. So in our opinion, you can see that's the evolution of the way that the market is choosing to go. And it's because now they have options and they're being educated about it. And obviously that's what we're all here to do. Right. No. And and, and I wasn't aware that, you know, the self-funded market w- was growing that quickly, but I definitely, you know, understand why after hearing some of the benefits. Tell me, you know, who's a good candidate for the, the self-funded health insurance plans? So I think anybody that is 10 employees or more, that's kind of where we're starting to see it stop at this point. So if you're sitting there thinking, man, that that's great for the Walmarts and the Amazons and but that doesn't uh, apply to me. Well, it very easily could. So if you have 10 or more employees uh, that are W-2 employees that are on your plan currently right now, then you very easily could uh, qualify for a self-insured or self-funded plan. And I'll kick this in too, um, without really getting into the weeds, man, medical offices, clinics, when we just look at like pharmaceutical save and how we pull money's off money off the plan, if you are a medical office, uh, that has the ability at all to handle care within your four walls. Uh, it is, it's very, very beneficial uh, to those business owners. And Carrie, one thing that I want to just say in here is if you hear self-insured and you think, oh my goodness, well, I, I wouldn't take on that type of risk. You know, what if someone caught cancer? What if someone caught something that was, you know, extremely expensive? Well, all these plans have a term that's called a stop loss provision in there. And what that stop loss provision does is it tells you exactly how much you're going to pay out of pocket, no matter if everybody on your group caught cancer or no matter if everybody in your group never went to the doctor. So there is a ceiling to the amount of money that 
you would pay out in any one year. And obviously what we do is we try to match that very close to currently what you're paying or if we can get it cheaper, we're going to do that as well. So you not only stay in your budget, but also at the same time, you're able to get some of the benefits from the employer side uh, that we've already previously discussed. Right. No. And, that, and I'm glad you pointed that out because um, that's something that I would kind of assume as well as, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, what is my maximum, you know, out of pocket expense? And so having that stop loss there can give you a little bit more peace of mind around that that number. Yeah, that that's correct. You know, some of the things that we've seen as far as uh, to the employee, uh, for example, the, uh, what I've talked about before was lowering the prescription copay. So for the employees, and to let everyone know, and there again, I'll let Andy jump in, but there are so many programs out there, whether it's the patient assistance program that the manufacturer offers, whether it's getting your prescriptions through international, which can lower uh, your uh, cost uh, dramatically. Uh, there are so many other things that you can do. So not to steal Andy's thunder, but I'll let him jump in and talk about that from an employee side. No, that's, we were actually visiting with the client the other day and I, it was crazy. I gave the example of a, of a diabetic patient that had been on uh, metformin and uh, Genuvia and it wasn't working for them. So their doctor switched them to a high cost prescription. And the guy we were talking to goes, I was actually in that exact spot and I got switched to Farsiga. So we kind of use that as a, as a, you know, like a, an example, a dummy run. And we pulled up the Farsiga patient assistance program. And for a single person household in Northeast Arkansas, if, if you make less than $65,000 a year, you receive Farsiga for free if you fill out the appropriate paperwork. And and Philip and I were looking at each other going, 65 grand for a single person. That, that and, and where we live in the United yeah. States, that covers a vast majority of our society. So, and, and, and the thing about it is it goes back to what I said before, transparency and education. Those programs are there. A, a lot of the manufacturers, they have to have them there in order to stay open uh, and to do business, uh, but they don't necessarily want you to know. Uh, so being able to navigate to that stuff and, and knowing how they work is really where the rubber meets the road. And that's where uh, these plans and working with transparent PBMs and, and our agency can help. So for someone that's, that's listening to this episode and they want to learn more about, um, you know, the, the self-funded health insurance programs, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So uh, there again, you can obviously uh, call our office. And uh, my name, again, is Philip Greer. And uh, the other gentleman is Andy Runyon. And ask us. Our number is 870-236-8744. Or, you know, if email would be a better form of communication, uh, feel free to email. Uh, my email address is pgreer, G-R-E-E-R, at blockinsurance.com. Uh, would love to help people out. Uh, you know, the main thing, as Andy said earlier, is just the education. People just don't know what's there. And there's so many options out there to help these small employers um, at least to take a look at what some of these options are available to them. And probably one of the most rewarding parts of mine and Phillip's job is, is being able to sit down with, you know, uh, that single mom that has to be on a prescription and help her through, you know, one of these patient assistance programs and watch 70, 80, a hundred bucks come off of the monthly spend and then go, man, that's another trip to the grocery store for me and my kids. It's, it's, it's a really, really neat process to go through 
uh, and help people uh, as they deal with the, the current medical situation. Right. No, we're, we're, we're so grateful to, you know, to have you guys on the show today and be able to um, do what you guys do in, in helping people. So we appreciate your time. Then we're going to put um, the contact information um, in our show notes today for our listeners out there, as far as the phone numbers and, and how to get in touch with you. That's right. Sounds Just good. check, check the description or the show notes section, and we'll have all the appropriate links that you need to get in touch with block insurance and the guys get your questions answered again. Just check the show notes for that information. Before we wrap up this episode, time to have a little fun with everybody, and uh, it's time to get to know the team a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. All right, this is where we take a a quick sidestep from all the financial, legal, insurance talk and just have a little bit of fun. And we're talking about food today, everybody. So that should just make life uh, more wonderful and make us all a little bit hungry. That's why we put this at the end of the show so that we can all go get something to eat after this if need be. Uh, Just curious, what's your favorite fast food chain? If you have to pick fast food, where are you going? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, I'm not a huge fast food fan. Um, But obviously having children, you know, we're we're Chick-fil-A fans. Ah. Um, We've had a lot of chicken nuggets in our day. Um, They have, you know, the playground where, you know, the toddlers can run around. But, you know, I think the thing that I appreciate and, and relate to as a business owner is I love their service. I love their customer service. They go above and beyond. They train their employees. It is very clean. I'm always seeing them clean and especially dealing with COVID, you know, that that's an extra reassurance. And in, in contrast, when you look at some of the other fast food um, chains out there, you just don't get that. And so I am more than happy to pay a little bit more for my chicken nuggets or chicken sandwich if they deliver that experience. I had you pegged as a Chick-fil-A lover, so... <laughs> You, oh, that's an easy one. You yeah, fit right into my me. guess. Yes. Uh, Andy and Phil, what about you guys? Yeah, I tell you, I'm, I'm right there with Carrie. Uh, Chick-fil-A, uh, we spend a lot of time with uh, Chick-fil-A, and uh, I have spent a lot of money at Chick-fil-A. Uh, definitely love their service. But I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm a hamburger guy. And so uh, for me, it's uh, five guys here locally. Uh, oh, nice. Is, I just like their the hamburger that they provide. I, I think it's uh, really good quality. And if you're a fry person, you go in there and you never walk away going, man, I would like more fries. Uh, You get more than what you need. (laughs) Are are they really fast food, though? I kind of feel like it has to have a drive through to be considered fast food. Well, that's that's a good point. I I didn't really uh, think along those lines. But they but but they are pretty quick. I mean, it does come fast. Be careful here. We're going to end up on the is a hot dog a sandwich debate. (laughs) We're we're opening the door here. I don't don't want to go down that road. Uh, We'll we'll allow it. We'll allow it for today's purposes. How about that? Thank you. There we go. There we go. All right, Bill. What about you? Yeah, for me. um, So we're on the road a ton. I've got two baseball playing boys. So we're unfortunately we don't like it, but we're fast food a bunch. I have the laziest palate in America. I literally will eat anything and enjoy it. So I'm actually going to go with my wife's current favorite. We'll tip of the cap to her. And that's uh, Freddy's Steak Burgers. And we're actually getting a Freddy's Steak Burger here in town uh, where we're located. So there's been a lot of buzz uh, from this last baseball season, which just wrapped up a couple months ago to us getting a Freddy's uh, here in our hometown. That's the that's the spot. 
Yeah, Freddy's. I mean, we got one in Jonesboro a few months ago, and it is actually really, really good. So, yeah, you should be excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about the key lime pie concrete. That's Ooh. the she can keep the burgers. Their key lime pie concrete is is outstanding. Oh, that sounds really good. Uh, I'm just going to throw in, and it's a really boring choice, but Burger King. And I know people always are like, really, Burger King? That would be your favorite? But I think their Bacon King burger is the best fast food burger out there. Uh, they have this like sauce that they put on there that's just really good, and the bacon's falling off the bun. So when I do a fast food treat, that's where I go. I think their fries are the best, too. I mean, I guess nobody can really beat the Chick-fil-A fries, but waffle fries are like a different category than regular fries, I would say. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Does, so, Burger, does Burger King still have the rodeo cheeseburger as like a hidden menu item? Is that oh, still on? I don't know, but I'm intrigued now. What is what is the rodeo cheeseburger? It was, you know, I mean, it used to be a menu item for the longest time. I probably okay. ate a thousand pounds of it when I was in high school. <laughs> it's just a burger with onion rings and barbecue sauce. Ooh, and right. then, you know, for a while there, it was kind of like, you can ask for it and get it, but we're not going to put it on the menu. one of so, the hidden menu things yeah okay yeah, inquiring minds want to know is the rodeo well I, I don't go through the drive-thru and get burger king that often these days trying to be a, a healthier slimmer me but uh when i have a breakdown one day and i go through again i'll ask him and let you know <laughs> yeah, well, i think andy just aged himself uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely mid-1990s they're gonna be like we haven't had the rodeo burgers since the 80s <laughs> years for, for a decade <laughs> <laughs> oh too funny well thanks everybody for uh, playing along now we're really hungry let's go get something to eat and uh thanks everybody for also joining us and it was my pleasure in honor of uh, carrie's favorite fast food restaurant to host today's show and we hope you'll come back and join us again here on smart simple wealth with carrie Qureshi. we'll talk to you next time thanks for listening did you know you can subscribe to the smart simple wealth podcast with your favorite app It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.